everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with one of our Watermark Women's Equipping staff team members, Miss Emily Bradbury. Hey, y'all. I'm glad you're here, Emily. You were here for episode 103, 103, 1 Timothy 2, Role of Women. If you're interested in what she had to say about the role of women in the church, go check it out. It was a great episode, approved by our elders. Yep. So trustworthy, credible source of information. And today, we're talking about applying scripture. Yes. However, before we get there, yesterday, in the last episode, I asked Oren three questions, and I want to ask you the same questions, all right? So real quick, rapid fire, getting to know Emily, you've got a stack of pancakes. There's the bottom, the middle, the top. Which one are you? I, gosh, would probably be the bottom. (laughs) I really stumped you. I know. (laughs) Um, probably the bottom because I like to be with my people, for my people, taking care of them, kind of making sure everything's taken care of. I love it. That's the opposite of what Warren said. Of course. He was like, I don't want to be squished. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're stuck on an island. The Bible's already there. Okay. That's not an answer. Three books. What three books are you bringing with you? Okay. I would bring Pride and Prejudice because I do love Mm. Jane Austen. Honestly, some very easy beach read I don't even have an opinion on what it is. Something that I don't have to think through very much. And then probably, because I feel like I need to give this answer, something like the knowledge of the holy. Something, something more biblical. Spiritual. Yes. Spiritual. Yes. Love it. All right. And last question. What music did you listen to in middle school? Oh, goodness. You're in your 30s now? Yes. Sweet so Emily. you rewind the clock. Honestly, it was probably Several what years. yeah, what everyone was listening to, you know, like the bad pop music of the early 2000s. Mm. I sweet little Emily was just so insecure, so it's probably whatever everyone else like was some listening Britney Spears. to. Um yes, well I really wasn't allowed to listen to that when I was that uh, age, good. but I great did. parents. I still did. Yeah. Sorry mom and dad. <laughs> Tough. This is now confessional time. <laughs> On that note, we're talking about applying scripture. Yes. So Emily, what are the three pitfalls when it comes to applying scripture. Yes. So I feel like the big thing a lot of people do is when they're going to read scripture, they'll read through it and they jump right to application. And they're missing the observation and interpretation, which are two of the most important parts of the Bible study process, because you cannot rightly apply scripture if you don't understand what it's saying. So I know it can be tedious to go through the observation process. I know interpretation can be hard, especially when you're in books where you're like, I have no idea what this is talking about. But in order to have a right application of scripture, you have to go through those first two processes. It's good. Okay. So first pitfall is jumping right to the application, skipping observation and interpretation. Yeah, don't do that. What's the second? Um, The second one, I think, would be to make general application statements. And I know I'm guilty of this as well. Um, Thinking up something as an application statement that's more of a yes or no statement rather than this is an actionable item for me. So right now in Women's Bible Study, we are going through 1 Samuel, and I am teaching in a couple weeks on 1 Samuel 9 and 10. And as I've been preparing, asking the Lord, what would you have me learn myself? And... 1 Samuel 9 and 10 is when Saul is anointed as king. And the whole story is about God being sovereignly in control, bringing the king to the throne. And so 
where I landed was God is always at work, even when we may not see it or when we may not understand. And that statement is so true. And it's so good to have those truth-filled statements that you know and you can cling to. But I would incorporate that more with interpretation because God is always at work. He is sovereignly in control. That was true for the people of Israel then. It's true for us now. But then for the application part would be, what do I do with that? How am I praying as if I truly believe that I trust God, that He's in control when I don't understand? Or how am I looking for the ways God is at work each and every day so I know I can see He's at work? I may not see it in this situation, but I can cling to that. Of God, you're working here. I trust that you can work in this situation. Or just taking other steps of, hey, what other scriptures can I begin meditating on that show the sovereignty of God? So taking those actionable steps within your application. The truth part, absolutely important. But then what do I do with it so that I can take a step closer towards the Lord? Mm, That's good. So let me summarize. Pitfall number one is jumping straight to application, skipping interpretation and observation. Pitfall number two is making a general application that is not specific to you. It's not actionable. So that'd be something like, oh, I be more loving. Mm-hmm. And it's just throwing a general statement. A general statement out into the open, but it I'm not evaluating how God might practically have me live that out. Yes, I think a statement like that is only half of the application. You've done 50% of the work. Yes, keep going. All right. What is pitfall number three? I think pitfall number three would be to just read the scripture, pick out one tiny thing that doesn't really have to do with the whole of what you're reading, and you're making just a I'm just jumping to this application because I think that's what I want to apply Mm. rather than, hey, I think this is actually what the Lord is saying and what He wants me to learn and what I actually need to do through here. That's profound. So that would be, let's say I read, let's go with the love. Mm -hmm. 1 Corinthians 13. I'm like, oh, love is patient. Be more patient. But I skip over all of the other words describing what love is. And I pick patient because that's the one I want to apply. And don't stop to consider, would the Lord have me grow in some of these other areas? Are these weak points? Is that kind of yeah, what Yeah, that's part of it. And the Lord may want you to be more patient. That's great. But making sure you're going through the whole thing or— um, Maybe your application point is not in line with the rest of Scripture. Mm. Maybe you're saying something—I'm trying to think of going with the left passage. I mean, Oren Oren talked about it yesterday. He said, hey, uh, people pull out 1 Corinthians 13, Mm -hmm. and they make it a wedding passage. Yes. But it's not a wedding passage. It's it's talking about spiritual gifts, the way the church is working. Yeah. And so uh, you could be applying that. Everyone who had 1 Corinthians 13 read at their wedding is like— I feel so called out. It's not bad. (laughs) It's not bad at all. It's good principles. No. It's the Bible. Yes. But maybe I need to think about how I should be engaging with, involved in my church as I read 1 Corinthians 13 for application, as opposed to solely thinking about it in the context of my closest relationships. Is that kind of the— Yeah, and just thinking, does this align with the rest of Scripture? So even in the love passage, if you're like, I only love my friends well— well, the Lord has not called us to only love the people around us well. He's called mm. us to love all. Our enemies. Yes, our enemies. The Great Commission to love to the ends to the earth. Mm-hmm. So just thinking about that, does that align with what else I've read in Scripture? Does that sound like the voice of the Lord? Does that sound like the way that He talks, the way that He has commanded us? Um, and part of that is knowing your Bible and that it comes with time too. If you're a new believer, please hear me say that is not a 
you don't know the scripture. Mm-hmm. It, it is. It takes time. But does it align with what else we've read as well? Mm-hmm. And not just, you know, throwing out a statement you maybe have seen on a coffee mug or something like that. But what does scripture say? And you trust if you're if you're the new believer and you're hearing this and you're like, oh, no, I'm doomed. I yeah. don't have that Bible knowledge yet. If you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit yes. in you. And you've got everything you need for life and godliness. Absolutely. God's people, God's spirit, God's word. Absolutely. And the cool thing about application is um, if you're doing it in a Bible study, so even in women's Bible study, at the end of our lessons, we do a big idea, which is your application point. Every woman's going to have a slightly different one because it's where the Holy Spirit has led them, but it's rooted in what the text says. And so know that as well. You absolutely have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's going to reveal to you exactly what you need to help you grow in your relationship with the Lord, but it's going to be rooted in what the scripture says. So good. So good, Emily. Uh, I'm going to add a fourth pitfall. Okay. And I think that's drawing an application for someone else. Oh, yes. I'm Read, guilty of that. Reading the passage and thinking, oh, so-and-so, they need to work on this. Oh. I'm going to send them this scripture, which sometimes, especially in the context of community, is not a bad thing. But what a miss if I'm habitually looking for applications for other people rather than asking, God, what sin are you trying to reveal in my own heart? How do you want me to look more like you or live differently in response to this? Yes, I feel like when that happens to me, it's typically when I need to apply it the most. Yeah. Um, but it's just my Actually, stubbornness no. that's like, ah, uh, maybe somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any other thoughts? No, I mean, just keep going, y'all. You're doing great. The scripture is living and active, and the Lord wants to show you more of who He is because He wants to grow His relationship with you through the Holy Spirit. So keep going. Keep going. Pray Absolutely. as you do it. As you apply scripture, ask the Holy Spirit to empower you. And as always, Emily, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I am, you're welcome. And I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.